Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings, everyone. I'm Lisa Kay, and as you know, my purpose in this podcast is to help you by bringing you some special guests who I think have a special talent in helping others with their wisdom. And we have an exciting guest today on our show who's going to teach us about knowing a little bit about astrology can help your life tremendously. Her name is Deborah Silverman, and Deborah is an astrology expert. She's been on our show before, and we had an amazing conversation, which blew me away. Well, she's back today, so we can talk more about astrology and how learning it can help you, uh, as she puts it, discover your true purpose and unlock your most fulfilling life. So our show today is called Astrology Made Simple to Change Your Life. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Deborah. She is part comedian, part psychologist, part astrologer, and all real. Deborah has been in private practice for over 38 years. She uses astrology and her own system called the Four Elements, or 4E for short, as two tools to help people step into their power. Deborah's mothering approach to understanding and empowering people from all walks of life has earned her international fame and admiration. She has written a book, magazine columns, hosted a radio show, and has a YouTube channel with over 3 million views. Deborah believes the future is arriving and none of us can do it alone. She is an expert in, in embracing the feminine, and her ultimate dream is to revolutionize therapy by teaching therapists how to provide custom treatments to their clients. Deborah believes in the power of listening when we are silent, both with ourselves and with each other. The messages that are trying to come through us can be given a voice, and we can all start walking our—excuse me—walking our authentic and powerful path. She splits her time between Kauai and Boulder, Colorado, where she enjoys t- talking to the beautiful flowers, daily swims, and spending time with friends and family. Welcome, Deborah. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Thank you. So, astrology. Yes. Today's a significant day. We just opened up our cart. Is this a live show? Yes? It is live, yes, and recorded. So um, when we have lots of listeners around the world. So tell us about today. Today is uh, Wednesday, January 24th. Yes, and we just, oh, we have, I have a school twice a year that opens up for people to come study astrology. And today is the day that the cart just opened. So <clears throat> if anyone's interested, I teach astrology. One of my favorite things to do is to teach astrology to beginners, people that really want to learn astrology, but it always seemed too large, better known as as tall as the heavens and as wide as the oceans. Um, it's not, I make it very simple and bring it down to practicality. So if any of you have had that long-standing relationship with astrology and you were like, I want to learn about it, I want to know about my chart, 
this is the 24th to the 4th. You only do it twice a year, the 24th to February 4th. The card is open, and then again in September. So I just think it's funny that we're doing the show today. We just opened up the card. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You know, there must be a little synchronicity there. And actually, you um, started to answer one of my questions that I wanted to ask you. Uh, Astrology is such a huge field. It's very complex. Um, And I know you break it down into simple terms. I love uh, what you had done in your book, The Missing Element, um, which talks about the elements and your elements um, and how it relates to your personality and so on and so forth. But, you know, what... um, I have to tell you that when I was younger, and now I think you may know I come from a science and engineering background. That's kind of where my head is at. Uh, and I think you, you had kind of gone through that knowing that I'm a, I think I believe a water element. Anyway, so I used to think astrology was a bunch of hooey because I thought, well, gee, how could the stars have anything to do with me and my life? And then as I'm studying metaphysics, I realized, gosh, that's kind of stupid because I, because if everything is energy, everything is connected, everything is one, then why couldn't the stars have something to do with me and, you know, and we're all one? But anyway, so I started, I went to the bookstore and I bought a book on astrology because I think it's really interesting. And those who've done my chart um, gave me a little snippet of, you know, who I am and what I'm about. And I was, I was fascinated. It really was extremely accurate as opposed to the, you know, your your, um, I guess what you read in the newspaper is a little astrology section. And I was, I was really impressed. And so I went and I got a book and I started reading it and I was overwhelmed. So, Deborah, and I know, yeah, I know, I know. That's, the, that's exactly right. That's and I was, I looked at it, I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't, you know, it's too much. So how do you help your students use astrology? Um, and how do you break it down in a simple way? Tell us about your, you know, your approach. Well, first of all, we did it in the last show, is there's four elements. This is really elementary. <laughs> Watson, such a joke, mm. that was a pun. There's water, air, earth, and fire. So you don't, have to, you don't have to believe or know a thing about astrology, but you know that all the American Indians did all their prayers by aiming at the four directions. I'm in Hawaii. Every ceremony they do, they blow the um, chauffeur, the horn, um, in, every, in the four directions. And the ancient Jews in the Kabbalah, honored the four worlds, and the Buddhists have the four noble truths. Four has always been a very significant number. So the class begins with you, just, and you can do it just by reading my book. Like, which of these four elements waters the emotional characters who are super sensitive? Air are the ones that love to talk, and they're airheads, and they're fun, and they're playful. Earth are super serious and grounded, and they're the people that love to take care of money. And fire are the people that are super energetic, and a little wild and drink too much and party too much and get in trouble, as you would if you had too much fire. Mm. So there's these four personality types. That's the first entrance of the class. It's a real, And just that, it's so interesting to me because obviously most of the students, you, can, you have to take level one even if you're an advanced astrologer because the level one class does exactly what I just described. It identifies which is your patterns based on the elements first, it doesn't matter how sophisticated we are in spirituality or psychology. It's always good to really take a deep dive into ourselves and take a, a real solid examination, like a inventory. Like, where am I stuck or where's the part of my mind? The second class is the mind. What's the thought process based on my element that gets me stuck in a loop? And everyone listening to the show, there's some 
sticky place that you repeat, like, I don't have enough love, or I don't have enough money, or I'm overweight, or I really hate my job. It, it's like mm-hmm. a loop. So the second class is you identify where's the patterning in your thought process. We call it mercury in astrology. What's the thought process that's got you sabotaged or got you captured is a better word. And then the third class, which is one of my favorites and the most impactful for the students, is just the North Node. So the North Node is a kind of abstract term, but what I want to say to your listeners is you don't have to believe in astrology to take the class. You come in as a complete skeptic, or you could be a well-seasoned astrologer. You're going to do a personal inventory, like a review about your purpose and about your thought process and about your shadow. And by the end of level one, honestly, people lose weight. They fall back in love. They get divorced. They make these big decisions because all of a sudden you've got only ten women in a group. It's a small I, – I, I'm all about intimacy, so I don't like being in big groups. So <clears throat> there's ten people. There's a mentor. You go on a screen online. There's a very simple platform because I think I'm slightly retarded technically, so I made it really easy. You push a button. You come on the screen. Up comes your chart. The teacher brings your chart. And you study every week off of your chart and the other nine participants in your group, and you get to know them. It's a six-week course. It's an hour and a half once a week. And you really start to learn. It, it, and then suddenly you're like, no wonder I talk so much, said the Gemini. Or no wonder I don't talk, said the Scorpio. And suddenly there's this profound release of, of pressure to be different or to mm-hmm. try to change you or try to change your husband. That's usually what women do. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, now I get it. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that, that, that was what was so amazing to me. And when we did say, just my element and how, and, you know, and I did read your book and how it was so freaky that it was so exact of who I am yeah. and, and my personality that you could, it was like almost like you knew me. And then, then I got really excited. Then I was like trying to match everybody else that I knew, like my family members, like what element are you? And it's like, oh, my God, that's so exact. It's like so right. <laughs> So it's very exciting. Yeah, it's it's so funny because this morning <clears throat> I just finished a reading with somebody, and then she wrote to her friend, and she wrote back, and she said, this is what the person wrote after the reading, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't speak yet, but it's like I was talking to God. <laughs> so cute. And I think part of that is because she couldn't believe that I knew her so well, and that's what happens in the class, like just what you said. It's It's such a simple, ancient system. It's been here throughout time. You don't have to believe in Jesus. If if you can believe Jesus walked on water or Mother Mary created this beautiful being without having sex, or if you can believe that Buddha lived on air and sat in meditation, these are mystical, magical tools that somehow we accept in religion. But in astrology, we're like, I don't believe that. Like, wait a minute, if you're a Christian, you've suspended your left brain. And by the way, you should. Because this reality, while we think of it as a conscious reality, like I can choose my reality and I can create it and I have this power of, you know, this is proof in the pudding. Well, you can't see love. It's invisible. You don't really understand the nature of creation. It's all beyond our understanding. So if we could just suspend the left brain's attempt to squeeze reality out and accept that, yes, there's hard logic. We do know, by the way, Astrology is based on science. Like, where were the planets at the moment of your birth? That's pure science. And luckily there's a button you can push on a computer to get the answer. But astrology is based on astronomy. You have to know there's a left brain function to astrology. And the fact that they knew well, it in the Egyptian days. Like they how, how, to calculate. Where did all this come from? Where did, all, where did astrology come from? 
It really? all came from and Egypt. Did, it was, Egypt was it. the longest civilization on earth of peace. It was before, it's, it's like, if you think of the, we're talking 5,000 years ago, it's in the pyramids, astrology. It, mm-hmm. Just like they can't explain how the pyramids were created, if you do any research about the physical reality of that pyramid and what it would take for us to reproduce it and create it ourselves, we can't. We don't have the technology. It would require machines because there's no humans that could carry those rocks up that to the state, to the level of that structure. Similarly, there must have been some magical influence to help them influence or inform them how to build the pyramid. Similarly, astrology came through some other resource because there's no way. I mean, I'm a skeptic. I started off a skeptic, I have to say. I'm not a skeptic anymore. But why did they know that Pluto, which they never, never saw until 1930, had this very specific influence in its relationship to the other. It's like, you know, if I get stuck in my left brain, I start to go beep, 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 beep. I don't even believe in this shit. And now I go, Deborah, you're an astrologer. Don't say that. So I want you to know you don't have to believe like in me. it. That's the short answer. Did I swear? And so yeah, it sounds wonderful. I, it actually sounds like the way I would be thinking. Now, so so let's assume, you know, it, it has all this tremendous history. And then so let's assume it works. Uh, which I believe it does, and you know, some of the you know the work that we did on the last show was, like I said, it was pretty mind blowing. So, what can somebody today, if they're listening into this show, what is there uh, something they can take away with from this show that you could teach them um, that would be uh, you know basically uh, a simple approach to using astrology? I'm mean, or or is it they need to go to somebody who who's going to read their chart? No, 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 no. They're gonna... No, that's why you're asking. The reason why the class is called Applied Astrology is because you apply it mm-hmm. right at the first class. You'll, I mean, just like you did. Really? <clears throat> you got, you'll, you'll go home and you'll look up your kid's chart and you'll say, oh, no wonder he doesn't talk. He has no air. Or no wonder he doesn't clean up his room. He has no earth. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to apply it right off the top. It's a very so practical class. So what would you class. think My, suggest someone do that, let's say... The suppose somebody didn't have any air, or you know, and air being the air element, and so there are people who I think what you just said is they don't like to talk. So what do you do with somebody who's, who's like that? you? You have to grow the missing element. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the advance. That's why you take the class. If you're, everyone knows there's some part of your life where you're a little stuck, and if so, <clears throat> if you're missing air, that means that you don't have very many relationships. It's hard for you to do relationship. You'd rather be alone. You don't want to yeah. talk. People bug you. That would not be your air. Yeah, exactly. What what is tell us a little bit about an air person. So air people, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, but you don't have to be that sign to relate to this. Well, they love to think and they love to read books and they read the end of the book first and whenever they travel they've got books in their backpack and books in their magazines. They just take them just to carry them. They don't really read them. They just can't stand the thought of being bored and they have this fascination with people and they stare at people and they ask a million questions. They forget where they're going. They forget what their name is. They change their plans. They love spontaneity, and they love clothes and jewelry, and everything's fun. for They're like little kids. Air people are like airheads, like, oh, we're going to have so much fun today. What do you want to do? Oh, I just changed my mind. Me too. Let's go over there. Let's call them. I've just changed my mind again. Okay. So they're very whimsical, and they're very mm. good students because their minds are starving. Like they go to, they, they hang out in libraries for fun. Well, it's not wow. hybrid anymore, is it? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm one of those. Yeah, they get on Google. You could leave me in a library, and I would be, I mean, I, 
books make me so happy. There are people that love books, airheads. Just think, they're intellectual. Like research, like, like that stupid Google's taking me out. I know. I mean, now you can get. You don't have to go anywhere. Just bring your iPad with you. Now, th- can somebody be more than one element? Well, the goal of the game, yes. You can't live without water. It takes, I think, about a week and you're done. You can't live without air for more than t- a minute, two minutes, and you're done. You lose your. You can't live without earth. You can't live without food. And you can't live without fire. If the sun weren't here, if the red blood, the fire of your heart stopped, you're done. So these are, mm-hmm. it's so elemental, Watson. You can't live without the four elements. And we've lost our respect for the sacred. I don't know what happened, but somewhere we forgot how to pray before we eat, how to give thanks mm-hmm. for the day the sun comes up, how to make sure that before we take the shower, you know how lucky we have hot water at our fingertips. This never happened before. I mean, this is like you can have hot water any time of the day. You can turn on the fire. We are living in luxury, but they're all elements that have been controlled by this advanced civilization, and unfortunately, we don't remember to respect where they came from. Yes. Yes, That's absolutely. That's all spirituality and is. Pray, baby. It's, it's great. Uh, yeah, we try to get back to that. I know, right? I, um, I feel that way as well. So um, so we're talking about elements, and um, and by the way, those of you just tuned in, we are talking to Deborah Silverman, who is our astrology expert, and she is talking to us today about astrology and, for you, making it simple so that you can help Use it to help your life. Um, so, so we've talked about elements. How does how does that relate to you know stars and planets? Is there is there or am I asking the wrong? Well, question? let's just to, let's just honor the rest of the elements because that's not very nice. So we did air. We did the air. Oh people. yeah, we don't want to. They're they're all like yeah. listening. Like what about me? So so um, water, <laughs> Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, super sensitive. Don't want to be around people. Too much noise. Too much energy. Don't want to go to the theater. Don't want to go to the movies. Don't want to go to the airport. Don't want to go to the hospital. Anytime there's groups of people, water people are like, oh, my God, I'm being assaulted. Air people are like, oh, my God, it's a party happening. Let's go. Water's like, nope, staying home. So they're internal, and they feel, and they make music, and they play house, and they're the moms. They're the people in the world who love to nurture, and they do it in a very contained way where there's just their favorite people. They cry at the commercials. They feel everything, and their bodies are super sensitive. The opposite of air. Air is like body. Where's my body? I can't remember where I put it. They're in their head. So water people, your gift is healing, compassion, love. Your handicap is you get depressed, you get addicted, and you escape because you feel too much. The air people's challenge is they think too much, they talk too much, they get so stuck in their head that after a while people don't feel like you're real because you're just doing chit-chat, diddly-dat, and it bugs people, but you're not necessarily in touch with what you're feeling. And then the third category is earth, and these are the people that are super grounded. Just think money, work, taxes, insurance, mortgages, mechanics, people that fix things, doctors, nurses, people that are like, super grounded with technology or protocols that cannot be changed. Now, that's different than Air, who said, what did you say? I can't remember what the protocol was. And Water's like, oh, I got this. I'll help you. I can get you the paper here. Like, water and Earth get along great together. Think of adding water to Earth. The plants grow. Mm-hmm. And Air and Fire get along great together. So, so Air people, or sorry, Earth people, 
super grounded, taking care of things, being responsible, food, organic, farming, fixing, mechanics that want to know how to fix things. It's just all that really grounded stuff. And they're very loyal, and they can get a little boring sometimes, Earth people, because they're not spontaneous. They're trying to follow the order. And then the last category is fire, and these are the people that are super fun and loud and kid-like and generous and over the top. (laughs) They don't have an off button. They get really excited, and they want to go do exercise, and then they want to go spend money, and then they want to go for a trip, and then they want to gamble, and they're just a party waiting to happen, and they can't figure out why that Earth person is so boring. And that air person's like, I'll come with you. And the water person's like, you're scaring me. Don't invite them to our house. Right? Can you see how the characters all dance? Oh, awesome stuff. Yeah, you're making me think of, I'm like thinking of all the people that I know who are air, you know, earth, water, and fire. (laughs) And how do they get together? Uh, I think uh, we had identified me as water. It's it. No, it's actually, it's, it's really fascinating because it's uh, how it does match up to personalities. And, and I could also see, you know, the overlap of some of the other elements within, within a person. And uh, so, so what does one do with this information? Other than, I guess they could read your book I love and how you, class. You, I like how you keep getting practical. So how, what do you do with it? So first well, yeah. of all, you, first of all, you fall in love with yourself because first things first, you're, you better get used to you because it's not going away. The older we get, the more we are our signs. Like it's kind of a mm. non-negotiable. Mm. Like your chart isn't going away, and you just keep becoming more and more you, or not. But the first thing you want to do is get comfortable with yourself and just fall in love with your character if you can. That's what the class does. People mm. really, right in front of us, we watch people fall in love. It's very sweet. Like all of a sudden, what was once irritating about your husband because he talked all the time, and then you find out that he has five planets in error. In the first class, you learn this. It's very beginning. It's not like a long-winded class. It's only six weeks. And then you go home and you say to your husband, honey, you know what, you need to journal because you, you need someone to talk to, and I don't want to listen to you all the time. But I got you this journal, and I'm going to put you in this class where you can learn how to write because I found out you're a really good writer. And he goes, yeah, I've always known that, but I just never know what to do. Well, I'm going to help you because you're driving me nuts, and I want to love you, but I can't love you if I don't let you be who you are. I've got to get out of the way. So wise. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. so, so the answer to your question is what's the practical application you figure out who your people are and you let them go be who they are you stop trying to change them oh my god the world would be different in 15 minutes men and women would get along yes I would absolutely so because we would stop trying men don't play at our frequency but, sorry go ahead no, I'm just thinking about astrology. You know, if you can use it as a tool, it's going to give you a, a deeper perspective into yourself and to other people, yes? Is that how that works? Of course. That's the whole point. It's, it's the, you know, I find this planet very strange. I don't understand it. I can play the games. I know how to play the rules. I figured out the taxes and all that stuff because I hire people to help me because I'm definitely not from here. I, I feel so foreign. And the thing that confuses me about this place is that there's no generosity to be different. Like if I'm the Republican, I hang out with Republicans. And if I'm gay, I hang out with gay people. And if I'm uh, a mother, I have to be. What if we just saw, really, I mean, it sounds theoretical, but everyone's in this together and we're all just a mixed bag because we came in 12 flavors, not to mention the variations right. on the theme. And then we assumed everybody was different. Yes. And then we learn yes. the language to be able to say, 
oh, you know that guy next door who never talks? He has no error. It's not his fault. Can we just go over there and see how he's doing? And take him a pie and don't ask him to talk. Say, I'm, I'm just happy you live here. And thanks for being... God, it would just take the separation and put us more into a community. Bring us more together. Yes, I, I love that. Do you... Have you, I would think, though, the people who come to you for, um, say, an astrological reading, are they're, they're probably lo- mostly looking for predicting the future. Would you say so? And if so, um, does astrology do that for you? You know, my I have a master's in clinical psychology, so they, people know that I'm working more specifically with personality types. I'm less, I can certainly do prediction, and that is part of astrology, and my certified astrologers, other, if you go to my website, there's a whole bunch of people I've trained, and they're really good, like surprisingly good, because um, they go through a rigorous training. You don't get to get certified by me without really proving that you can do readings. But And they learn how to do this thing called what you're asking, how to do um, prediction. That is mm-hmm. definitely part of the the part of astrology, and you can find out, like, when is the easy times, when is, but more importantly, far more importantly, is who are you? Because if, you, if you're true to your own rhythm, if you know I'm a person that loves to sleep in the morning and I love to be up at night and I don't want to make any excuses, I'm going to do my rhythm, and you stay true to your rhythm, then suddenly you're productive. But if you break your rhythm and you keep accommodating and pleasing and changing, and I had the most interesting conversation yesterday. This woman had a brain injury, and she was a lawyer. She was one of those super intellectual people. And she could no longer function as she had before because clearly her brain was no longer it was one of those injuries. And her husband came home and he kept saying to her, "Are you making dinner?" And she was like, "Okay, I'll try." And she gets in the oven and she put the she told the story of putting the dish in the microwave and then the microwave did like she, nothing was on the dish and she was just completely little obviously out of it from her. And so she had to completely change mm. her personality. And she, it was such an interesting conversation because you realize that we are identified to our ego. You know, like what did she used to be? She was high-functioning, bossy boots, told everybody what to do. Now what's happened to her is she's changed character entirely. Her husband, thank God, is still in love with her. And so this is what happens with astrology. There's a character that you have that you play in the world. There are certain archetypes. It could be the healer. It could be the victim. It could be the artist. It could be the um, wife. It could be the mother. It could be the business person. It could be the range. There's probably more than we can count. And you get identified to that. Astrology helps you go realize, because we call it the observer, you're suddenly looking at yourself going, wow, I don't know who I am if I'm not that particular role. So she could no longer mm-hmm. play the wife for her husband. Her husband had to decide did he still love her without her playing that role, and yes, he did. But what astrology does is it helps you identify what's the archetype that you're sitting in. Who, what character are you playing this life? And do you want to? Because that's the next thing you learn in level one. Like, you get a vote. Like, oh, my God, my chart is a writer. And it's my latent Mm. favorite thing to do, but I never find time to do it because I'm so busy being the blah, blah, blah. So then go take a writing class. That's what people, after their astrology class, they get back to their natural self. It's so much fun. And people, they lose weight. Honestly, how many people, how many women in this organization have lost weight? It's like the craziest thing. Because you're not sitting around anymore. You've been given back to your... Some people we say, you're going to go do yoga. You've never done it before, but it's right here in the chart. And they call the next day and they're like, I'm in love with... Like, yeah, excuse me, you just didn't know because you've been playing another role that was inauthentic. Mm -hmm. 
and you got lazy and you've been sitting on the couch and you lost all your chi and now you're heavy and miserable because you're really physical. And if you look back at it as a child, you'll see. So we give people back to themselves. That's the coolest thing about my job. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. Well, we ha- actually have, um, we're coming coming up towards the end of our show. We don't want to, um, these are, the shows have been a little bit shorter than previously uh, because we don't have ads. <laughs> and, uh, but I do have some callers on the line. Would you, are you interested in um, sure. taking a couple questions sure. here there? Okay, sure. So let's find out. Let's see who we have out here. All right. Caller, uh, area code 303. You're on the air. Do you have a question for our guest, Deborah, today? Oh, I, hello, is this me? Hi. Hey. Yeah, give us your first name, please. Right. Okay, great. <laughs> Hi, Deborah. Love your show. Hi. Interested to, Hi. I do astrology. I love astrology. It's a great passion of mine. I don't do it professionally, but um, I should. Um, so, But I'd love to hear your take on a couple of, in my chart. You ready? It's a little tricky to just do personal things because the, there's a short audience. But go ahead, ask me. Is it a personal question about your chart? Do you, do you need to see the chart? Well, it's just not always that interesting for anybody else. So let's see if it's a universal question. We can make it so we're not just oh, talking about you. Oh, you want to do it? A, oh, oh, so you're not. But doing let's go ahead and try. You're doing a like a general kind of question then. What was your question? Yes. Well, I, I, I will, I will ta- tailor my question to the kinds of questions you're taking. <laughs> Great. I can give you my chart information, or I can keep it general. Which do you want? How's that? Go ahead. Ask us your question, and I'll, and I'll figure it out. Go ahead. Okay. Um, my question is, is that um, natally there is a um, with um, uh, Neptune is going to be squaring my um shoot, my I can't, hold on. Now I now I lost my train of thought. Okay. Uranus is going to be opposing Neptune. Hey let me uh, stop you right there. So that this is exactly what it's great you're asking this question. This is exactly what my school is not. So there's so much astrology lingo as you know we could go on forever in every direction if Neptune's opposite Uranus, what will happen? My interest more importantly is are you fulfilling your destiny? You're clearly an astrologer. And it's curious when people don't have the get it, because it's hard to do astrology. It's hard to figure out where to enter. And what I love is when advanced astrologers come and take the course. You can take one and skip two and go straight to three, because you know the whole levels of two. But one is, how do we get you motivated to teach astrology? How do we get you out there to be able to share your goods? Because if there's anything going on, because those kind of questions like Uranus and Neptune relating to each other as an outer planet, less interesting to me. I work Uh more with the personal planets when the large planets are working on the personal. But this is an example. My gift this life is to speak to the public, to speak to anybody about astrology. When you have an astrology reading with any of my certified astrologers or me, I don't even talk astrology. So that's Hmm. why I was reluctant to answer your question because people, it's like, you know, talking, if we were saying I have spenulitis and I just found out that my blood has 3D on it, and we'd be like, what? So it's, it's, mm-hmm. I always feel bad because I have the same thing you have. I love talking astrology. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily serve anyone we're sitting next to. So the answer to your question is um, I don't really do outer planets to outer planets when I do interpretations. And uh-huh. I'd love to see how we can help you get motivated to share your gift because you clearly have a gift. 
Well, one of the reasons that I that I kind of honed in on that particular aspect um, is because, well, it's a rare aspect to begin with, but in one's lifetime. But Neptune is my is my ruling planet, and so it, uh, there's a little bit more personalness to it, uh, where it happens to land in my chart, also fairly personal. So that's why I yeah. again, that's why I honed in on this. It's a it's a, a new transit. It's a something. Again, you know, we don't get that very often <laughs> in a lifetime, yeah. like ever. Yes, right. So it's true. So, so I would rather do that with you one on one because the audience okay. listening thinks we're thinks we're talking gibberish right now. They wouldn't have a clue what we just said. And I'm always pretending that I'm in the other room with everybody sitting next to me and trying to talk to everybody. That's my Libra rising, uh, wanting to uh, serve everyone it. so they're not left out. I understand. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. But, and yeah. if you want to come okay. play astrology, yeah. please look into the school because we love astrologers that speak astrology and they come and learn our system. Yeah, I'm not big on like groups, it. It but, would be um, a perfect you know, but I, I'll keep that in mind if I get really, really, you know, hungry for a group uh, situation, not fond of groups, so, but I certainly can appreciate the education that goes with it, so I won't rule it Thank out. Thank you. Thank you okay. so much. All right. Mm-hmm. Th- Bye-bye. Thanks for Bye. calling in. Thanks. Uh-huh. Thanks. Bye. So, well, we're we're running cl- close to the end of our show here, but Deborah, it sounds like um you are, so... Really, this is a practical application, as you call it, yeah. to astrology, yeah. where you're not getting so locked up into all the, um, the you know, I guess the woo-woo and the, and the you know, the complicated Lingo. terms that, of astrology. Yes. And you and, do and, learn the comp- – you do in level two, not level one, but in level two you mm-hmm. do learn the complicated terms only with the ultimate goal to speak the language of English to those that we love because astrology can be very mm-hmm. alienating separates people. They can't understand a thing we're yeah, saying. Yeah, they can. I and know, it does and I sound like when you take I am the guilty. course. Uh, yeah, and, take, and I can take, totally understand that. Uh, <laughs> but when you take yeah. the course, it sounds like, you know, especially at level one, you are um, not only learning about uh, how to, what astrology is and how to read the charts or, uh, and how to go through it, but you're also getting your chart read. Yourself, oh yeah, so oh really yeah. Level one's all so about you. It, it does it's all both. about how do I get you activated? Yeah, so, how do I read? Yes. Go ahead. Yes, and, and you know, and having you know, there are people who um, obviously who are who are on the line who are wanting to have their chart read, and, and it's uh, it's a you know, I, I assume it's going to take a bit of time, and it's not something that can always be done instantaneously. But um, but this is a perfect opportunity for people to get the in depth. Um, review yes. of their oh chart and also yes. have the opportunity to ask questions and go through. Well, so what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to have? Yes. I, and I don't even. I can't even talk about the terms because I don't know them. Um, but uh, <laughs> but you know something swearing something. But you know, it, it sounds like it would be totally a thing for those of you out there who do want to have your chart read. What a wonderful way to do it to do it in depth and really get to ask your questions and learn and it yourself. Yeah. And ex. Or learn it yourself. That's the best way, rather than someone telling you something. You walk away going, "I don't, didn't quite understand." What I didn't get it. Yeah, I so teach Deborah, people how to fish. Can... Absolutely, and it's, it's great. I would always like to learn how to fish myself, actually, rather than somebody telling me, because then then you know what it is for, you, for yourself. It becomes your truth. So, where can people reach you? Where can they get the class? So the simple answer is, you, I obviously have a website called Deborah. Three words: Deborah Silverman Astrology dot com. D e b r a. So it's Deborah Silverman Astrology dot com. And then, if you're interested in the school, because it's just so auspicious that we're talking today, you um, write to one mm. word: apprenticeship. Just the word apprenticeship at 
and then three words, DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. And then you tell the person um, that we're doing this with, you tell my, I have a woman named Misty, who I call the mistress of the school, and she will connect with you because you can choose any time. There's probably going to be about 15 different options of when to take the class, so it's all up to your schedule. You've got lots of options in the oh, evening, nice. in the morning. So, the so it makes it very yeah. flexible, very flexible mm-hmm. for people. So so you have to write an email, is that what you're saying? Apprenticeship yep. at? you write an email. You, you write to apprenticeship, one word, apprenticeship, at com. And that's where you can get information specifically about the class. Or you just go to my website, DebraSilvermanAstrology.com, and I'm sure on the front page it's going to say, the school's open, the school's open, because we've just opened it, like, today. Yeah, hey, you know how synchronicity has come to play in our show. I'm so glad. And also, Uh, you know, it's it's wonderful. And your book, The Missing Element, Inspiring Compassion for the Human Condition. I I love this book. It was just like so, like I said, I started reading it, and then I got really excited, and I was like trying to match everybody up to their element and and kind of see into their personality. You would be a perfect candidate to learn astrology, Lisa. I think you would, it'd be so good for you because you need the language. It's, It's one thing to get turned on to the elements. It's another thing to learn about your own chart. Yeah, I would, and I, I'm very interested in it. I think that's uh, something I've always wanted to do. I'm going to have to take a look at that and go do it. If you're interested, um, we'll, you just let us know, because we'll give you, just because you're, you've got such a large community, because once we get these people, I feel like a drug dealer, because people get addicted, and then they can't wait to take the class. <laughs> you could take the class free after the first time, um, so you, people do it more than once, because it's a lot of material at the second level. The first level, you get it, you'll get it. The first level is built for like about mm-hmm. a fourth grade level, where you're just wanting to learn, but... Mm-hmm. Mostly about yourself. What, it's all you about get, you. So after the first, let's let's uh, yeah let's uh, sell, tell people what it is they're going to get from the first level. When you're done with the first level, you will be able to look at a chart, that, that look at the elements, oh. look at their life lesson. Anybody's chart. You'll be able to look at any of your kids. You'll be able to look at their life lesson. You'll be able to look at their elements. You'll be able to look at what their shadow is, and you'll be able to really help them figure out the nature of their character. That's just the first class. The second level is mm-hmm. far more technical, like what does it mean to have the squares and the houses, and it gets a little more involved. And then the third level is you do a reading in front of me, and you come and see me, and we actually do a reading in person, and you're doing it with a client. We bring you a volunteer. I sit next to you, and you do your first reading. Wow. And, th- That's and then and what then, happens is they realize how easy, because I give, I give you a sacred script to follow the first five or ten minutes of the session so it really gives you a running start and then people are just like so much fun like i figured it out i figured it out i'm an astrologer meeting yeah being you know and seeing into uh you know i think it's like secrets of the universe secrets, it is. secrets of the universe is this is the ancient you, you're right, right? It's, it's egyptian it's the oldest society on our planet the, the mystical secrets of who you are, what your soul is about, why you're here on earth, and what you need to do to follow your path. Would yeah, you like what matters more? You tell me. Yes. Is there anything that matters more than those so, questions? Uh, all that. Did we get, what else could there be? That, that's why we're here, what else is to it? follow our path. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Awesome stuff. DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Deborah, it was it. so wonderful having you on the show. You're always just an amazing guest. That just is so such so full of deep knowledge of you know astrology and just the human condition, human 
uh, people and their personalities and us. And I think after 40 years, I always tell so people, much. if I'm not good at this, just shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, all of you who are listening out there, I really highly recommend go take her cl- her class, DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. It's really cool stuff. Or get her book, The Missing Element. You can get it on Amazon, I'm sure, um, Barnes & Noble. Um, it's, it's a fun book. It's not too long, but you can really have some great insight into the elements in astrology. So, True. Thanks again, Deborah. Thank you. That was and great. Like, yes, come back. We'll, we'll do this again. I'd love it. All righty. And if you like this podcast and would like to hear more, go to my website at www.lmk88.com. I'm Lisa Kane. You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Thanks for listening, everyone. Angel blessings to you all. Bye. Bye.